Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. Welcome to Heritage Bible Radio. This week, we continue our study of one-page books of the Bible. For the next two weeks, we will be studying the book of Philemon. Philemon was a dear brother of the Apostle Paul, who owned a slave named Onesimus. Onesimus ran from his owner and eventually found Paul in Rome, who was imprisoned. Paul led Onesimus to Christ, who then began serving Christ by serving Paul. Please follow along with Pastor Harris as he explains how Paul deals with the conundrum of easing potential tensions between owner and runaway slave in today's slice of this week's message entitled, How to Treat Spiritual Family. You can say you're a Christian, but if you're not tenaciously tied to a local church, if that isn't the most important, highest priority in your life, I've got to say, my friend, my brother, my sister, if you are my brother and sister, let's talk about this. This is This is Christ, our Lord, building His church. So in verse 1, He refers to a brother. In verse 2, He refers to a sister. That's who we are. That's how we regard each other as Christians because we've been adopted by the same Heavenly Father. So we are, by adoption, brothers and sisters. We have a family allegiance. When I go to... When I go to Russia and I hear them talk to each other, any time they say anything to the church, it always starts out, and I'm going to totally butcher this, okay? Be, be nice to me, Ivan. Brata um, sostre. The first thing they ever say, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters. That, that's just part of the mentality. That's who we are. And he says, family... I pray for you. I want you to have grace and peace. You stand in His grace. He offers His peace with peace which surpasses comprehension. When you're going through something, He can give you peace. He says, bring all your cares to Him because He cares for you. That's who we are. So what is it that you ask God for when you think of other Christians? Well, grace and peace. And did you notice verse 4? I thank my God always making mention of you in my prayers. Thanking God for your spiritual family is part of the, it's a natural part of being a Christian. Actually, I should probably say it's a supernatural part of being a Christian. We live in a selfish world that tells us in countless ways, make sure you look out for yourself, make sure you take care of yourself, you know, you're, you're the most important one. And that's exactly the opposite of the understanding of who we are in Christ. I dare you to spend, say, two or three minutes a day this week specifically thanking God for 
Christian brothers and sisters by name. That's not that hard to do. Remember the challenge I picked up from somebody else? I gave it to you a few weeks ago. How about pray your way through the church directory? The way our directory comes out on paper, if you do one page a day, that's three households. You know, thank the Lord for these people. And if you look at that picture and you look at that thing in the directory and you say, Lord, I have no idea who this person is. Well, how about we do something about that? Thank you that there is someone in my church that I haven't met yet. Help me find them. Maybe they need help in whatever it is that they're doing. Maybe I could help them. Maybe this is the one that might be able to help me. Why did I volunteer for that thing? I need help. Pray for each other. Thank the Lord for each other. Why? Verse 5, because I hear of your love and of the faith which you have toward the Lord Jesus and toward the, and toward the saints. Take another clue about how to regard your spiritual family. Major on the positive things that you see. Hey, they know the same Lord I do. Now listen, let's get real here. I fully understand that God keeps saving people without asking me if I like them. There are irritating people in the body of Christ. I know. I'm one of them. If I haven't irritated you yet, stick around. Give me a little time. I'll get around to you. One guy said after the first service, okay, I'm here. Irritate me. Let's get it out of the way. Look, I know that people in general and Christian people as well will let you down. And they will do things to annoy you. They might even sin against you. But the way to regard other people in the body of Christ is to regard them exactly the way that you want them to regard you. Look at how they love God. Look for the fruitful things that they do. And go ahead and tell people about the good things that you see them doing. Dare to be encouraging and Just watch what God might do with that. And verse 6, And I pray that the fellowship of your faith may become effective through the knowledge of every good thing which is in you for Christ's sake. That's the completion of the prayer. It's It's another example for how to regard a Christian brother or sister. Pray that they will continue to take the next step of obedience. That in our fellowship, our shared partnership, In the faith, we take the next step forward. The fellowship of your faith is the partnership that we have in encouraging each other and deepening our faith and serving alongside each other. I also announced a work day coming up, and I described it as the fellowship of labor or the fellowship of work. Yeah, we'll have some food together. We'll open God's Word together for a few minutes, but then we're going to roll up our sleeves and and work together. And that that makes friends Sometimes relationships that last a lifetime get started that way. Are you in? Are you you willing to extend yourself to help make the family as healthy as it can be? Do you really ask God to help your brother or sister to live up to every good thing he or she knows is ours in Christ? And verse 7 where we left off, that's just the same song in another key. Um, for I have come to have much joy 
and comfort in your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, brother. Paul chose to focus his thoughts on every good thing that he had ever shared with Philemon and to rejoice for every good thing that he had seen or heard that Philemon had done for other believers. So do you see why God let this little letter get into his word? By eavesdropping on Paul's interaction with a dear friend, a child in the faith, we learn a lot from his example. Now we're going to take a little more time next week, Lord willing, to savor the rest of this, and we'll see what Paul does about their mutual friend Onesimus, and it's, it's brilliant, it's wonderful, and it's more about being a spiritual family. But remember, try to drink in what we've observed from the beginning of Paul's letter to Philemon. Remember, you're, you're a sinner. You're saved by grace. So is everyone else around you this morning who's put their faith in Christ. Our world is a fallen realm, and in this era, dominated by the God of this age, the prince of the power of the air, that spirit who now works in the sons of, of disobedience, we are the odd ones. We don't belong to the world. We don't fit in the world. But we belong with each other. Why? We belong to each other. We are members one of another. And as we pass through this fallen world, remember, even as adopted children of God, what Romans chapter 8 says, we still, we still groan. We're still waiting for the finality of our redemption. But in the meantime, we have our family. We can link arms and groan together. We can pick up the ones that have stumbled. We can lean on the ones that are strong. And just like in your own family, you deal with one another's faults, idiosyncrasies, sins, even the hurts that you cause to one another. But the spiritual family, which is the body of Christ, is called to be together. And John 13, 34 and 35 They'll know you are Christians by the love that you have for one another. Nobody's going to know that unless they can see it. Nobody's going to see it unless we do it, and we can't do it unless we're one anothering, which means being with one another. And so, yes, without the slightest apology, I say your family needs to make Sunday morning at church those three hours, that 1.7% of your week the very highest priority because it's our identity in the world. We belong to each other. And then when you see each other and any of the other things that we do that are supportive of that and spinoffs from that or that feed into our Sunday mornings together or you see each other at the grocery store, it's, wow, brother, sister, I'm glad to see you. We're family. We are fellow workers. We stand in grace and in the peace that only God can give. We pray for each other. And we need to contribute to the fellowship of our faith. See what you can do to impart and encourage and comfort your family. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.